I spent an hour and a half watching Rudy Giuliani's press conference about the lawsuits presented in several states. Not much came out of that press conference. Then again, quite a bit came out of it. Uh, As Sidney Powell yells on Fox News, we will release the Kraken, um, I'm still waiting for that Kraken to be released. Let's talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Okay, so we let's talk about This might be a shorter podcast tonight. I'm not sure. Um, but let's talk about what we learned yesterday on Thursday during the press conference. Uh, former New York City mayor and lawyer to the president, Rudy Giuliani, said that in states including Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona, the legal team has found, quote, more than double the number of votes needed to overturn the election in terms of provable legal ballots and illegal ballots. Uh, Mr. Giuliani cited several lawsuits and affidavits to support his claim, adding that he hopes that to make more affidavits public. And by the way, that's the theme of the entire press conference. So I, I've got a lot of stuff here, not going to show you. The press conference lasted about an hour and a half. So let's listen to some of Giuliani's com- uh, comments. Michigan. Well, there was an honest Democrat who said they were cheating. And we'll show you her affidavit, because I know you keep reporting falsely that we have no evidence, that we have no specific acts of fraud. That's because the coverage of this has been almost as dishonest as the scheme itself. The American people are entitled to know this. You don't have a right to keep it from them. You don't have a right to lie about it. And you are. I mean, you don't report to them that a citizen of this country, a very fine woman, who is willing to allow me to give her, uh, give you her name. I can't give you all these affidavits, because if I do, these people will be harassed. They'll be threatened. They may lose their job. They will lose their friends. We've lost lawyers in this case because they've been threatened. We've had lawyers that need protection. What's going on in this country is horrible, and the censorship that you're imposing is making it worse. But Jesse Jacob is an adult citizen and a resident of the state of Michigan. She's been an employee of the city of Detroit for decades. I know her age, but she she can tell you her age. She was um, was assigned to uh, voting duties in September. And she was trained by the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. She was basically trained to cheat. She said that um, I was instructed by my supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than when they were actually sent in. The supervisor made that announcement for all workers to engage in that fraudulent practice. That's not me saying that. That's this American citizen saying that under oath. I don't know. Maybe you could say she's lying. But you can't say there's no evidence. This is what we call evidence. This is direct evidence. Not circumstantial. I tried many, many cases, as did all my colleagues here. 
You put a witness on a witness stand, the witness is testifying to their own knowledge. This witness goes on. Now, there are some things that Giuliani, Giuliani did bring up. Um, the media is ignoring this whole legal process, and that's absolutely true. They just want to sweep it under the rug. Um, they're not investigating anything. They're not asking questions. They're not asking questions of specific districts that are having issues. This is absolutely true. Uh, the reality is this legal process is going to go till December 14th, and then we're going to certify or the Electoral College will nominate Joe Biden, but they don't want to hear anything. Um, there are a ton of affidavits of people whose identities have been protected during uh, due to harassment. Um, that's great, except that, for me, is no better than an anonymous uh, source. I, I Okay, that's awesome. I understand why one doesn't want to actually put these names out there. He did put out one name, which is great. But he says that there is systemic corruption by the Detroit Voting Commission. Um, that's a pretty serious charge. But he didn't lay it down any proof. Here, here's the whole thing. Though he offers a bunch of affidavits, and that is direct evidence, it is affidavits and testimony of people is very loose proof. I would like to see some actual physical proof that this stuff is happening. And the courts are going to want to see that too. And I'm not feeling really good when he sits back and he spends an hour and a half conversation. By the way, this is stuff he's been doing. There has been absolutely no evidence pointed so far. So, uh, but he continues. Let's listen to this. Of fraud allegations in the state of New Mexico, uh, which... And we have a significant number of allegations in the state of Virginia. I don't know yet whether the number in Virginia will reach the number that can turn uh, the election. In the states that we have indicated in red, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona, we more than double the number of votes needed to overturn the election in terms of provable illegal ballots. All you got to do to find out if I'm misleading you at all is to look at the lawsuits. Look what's alleged. Look at the affidavits. Maybe we can supply more affidavits. In order to do it, I have to get permission from the people. So here's what he said in this statement. He has named states that he believes are promulgating corruption, but he's not sure as to the level. If there is some corruption, but he will not have any numbers to say how many votes would be changed, this accomplishes nothing. So if you say that in a state where Trump is losing by 15,000 votes and you can change 1,200 votes, that's not going to change anything. He says in several states that they have more than enough evidence to overturn the election in those states. That's great, but here's the other problem. He offers no proof during the press conference. He keeps referring to the lawsuits but offers no proof. Here's a, here's a newsflash. It's kind of hard for us to get the copies of the lawsuits, especially when they're not publicly made by the media. 
Finally, he says that the media wants to know what the proof is. All they have to do is look at the lawsuits and affidavits. Again, I'm really loose on affidavits. I don't think affidavits, I think person, people testifying does not mean anything. For all we know, they're going, and this is what the left is going to say, that those people are actually anti-democratic and that's why. But here's the thing. In the 90-minute press conference, why didn't you bring up the physical evidence right off the bat? This really just disturbs me. Uh, the other person who spoke was Sidney Powell. She's another attorney for the Trump campaign. She made some very serious charges. Uh, very serious charges. She said that the voting machines from, the Domin from uh, Dominion, which is a Canadian company, were corrupted and ripe for the change of ballot counts, that it actually permitted the change of ballot counts. She never pointed out that they were machines that had problems processing votes, which is what a lot of people were talking about. But she said that people actually had the ability to go in and change the ballot counts. Not even hacking, okay? She's not even talking about hacking. There are a a couple of YouTube videos out there right now that shows a guy could hack the uh, Dominion ballot boxes in seven minutes. So it is out there. She pointed out that these machines were used in Venezuela during the Hugo Chavez reign and that Hugo Chavez was actually able to manipulate those ballots. Now, of course, the media twists that whole thing. The media said that Hugo Chavez has been dead for seven years. Yeah, but that's not what she's saying. What she's saying is these same ballot machines were used by countries that did manipulate their elections. So we can't necessarily ignore that, but I mean, it makes you wonder why these ballot machines are even here in the first place. They're not even American. These are some serious charges. Not only was the presidential election rigged, is what she's saying. But she's saying that the elections were corrupt. People were actually changing how people voted. What gets worse, she says that even the Republicans that won are susceptible to that level of fraud. I'm a little iffy on that one. Because here's the thing, if President Trump loses and we win the Senate and we take 15 uh, seats in the House, this is a good thing for Republicans. Now she's basically saying Republicans could have manipulated that. I don't know if that's a good thing. She said that some of the election can be completely overturned and will show that Trump won the election by a landslide. Now again, again, she offers absolutely no proof. I'm going to say that again a little later. But she's really passionate about it. She does believe in it. Just listen. Being in office, we're allowed to rig their elections. This is stunning, heartbreaking, infuriating, and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape, or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. 
American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government. And we are going to take this country back. We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it. And we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. Now, I hate this. I love her passion, but the reality is when you start thinking with your heart instead of your brain, that's not going to go well in court. I love her passion. But here's the thing. This hacking of ballot machines can be proved. And if it is proven, if she can go to court and prove this, this will be the biggest scandal in American history, bar none. But besides passion... Again, she offered no proof. No direct proof. Now, as a guy who has the basic knowledge of hacking, I know it is easy to prove hacking. I know you can find it. But no one seems to be really interested in the media to investigate. And it just takes a couple of questions. But I'm also concerned with Sidney Powell herself. She does have a very good reputation in the law industry. And she seem, But she seems very touchy about presenting any type of evidence when it comes to this. Tucker Carlson has offered her a full week on his show to present her evidence. Not only did she not decline, she pulled an AOC and said that Tucker was harassing her and, and actually preventing her from doing her job. You know what, that's not a thing and I'll call it bullshit. Ben Shapiro asked her on her on one of his many shows. The guy's got one, two, three. He's got four shows daily. She declined. She said, and and Ben Shapiro has been very critical. He sat there and said, you listen, you've got all this evidence. Start talking about the evidence. This has to be shown. He's absolutely correct. She said, she was going to release the Kraken on Fox News, and yet she hasn't released absolutely any evidence. So there are a couple of other things that really just raise red flags for me. Um, she's dealing with Rudy Giuliani. I like Rudy. I thought he did a great job in New York City as mayor. But as he's gotten older, he's gotten a little, let's say, conspiratorial. This does not raise my confidence much. Not to mention, they have dropped the corruption charges in Pennsylvania and are now just asking for basically a recount and an audit, and they're not even pursuing any lawsuits in Wisconsin. Does this strike one as thinking that there has been widespread provable fraud in the elections, the two biggest swing states in the country, and they're not even investigating it? Oh, we're going to get to this in my conclusion. Um, I, because we're not. this is going to be a very short podcast because I just don't want to talk too much. There hasn't been that much news and i got to prep for my uh, uh, chapter 10 of um, chapter 10 of Animal Farm. But it's just, it seems like I, I'm, I'm not impressed with President Trump's picks for legal and we're just going to have to again continue to wait the 
90-minute press conference got us absolutely nowhere. Now, there were some funny moments in this press conference. Actually, there were two. And I, I really think it's... I think it's... I, 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 You know, folks, I love politics. You know this. And I've told you this. I don't take politics too seriously. I'll, I'll always profess my beliefs. And I will fight for my beliefs. But I don't take them so serious that I'm going to lose my crap when something bizarre happens. Well, there were, and I will always look for something that is funny in a press conference. In anything. It could be Trump. It could be um, Giuliani. It could be Pelosi. Those people take themselves very seriously. I don't. So there were some really funny stuff that happened at this press conference yesterday. So apparently Rudy Giuliani dyes his hair. He's like 100 years old, so that's not really a shock. I mean, he literally has maybe 18, 14, 18, 19 strands of hair left. So I'm not sure what he's dying. Rudy also has a tendency to sweat like a tie hooker. I, he just does. The lights come on. He starts sweating. He gets excited. You can tell he's either going to get really excited or he's going to stroke out. It's going to be one of them. So combine sweat with hair dye and the dye starts to run. That's what happened yesterday on Thursday. Of course, the leftist media and the trolls on social media focused on Rudy's Just for Men debacle. If you don't know what Just for Men is, it's a cheap hair dye you can get over at Save On. Um, and it is it is a cheap... I do not dye my hair. My hair, when it grows, looks white. I, I don't give a damn. Apparently, his leaky hair was enough reason to ignore the other 89 minutes of the press conference. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I, I did. I, I, I actually retweeted it because I thought it was really funny. But that did not stop me from listening to what he and his brethren had to say about election corruption. But the media thought this was just enough to totally negate everything that Giuliani and everyone else said during this whole press conference. Um, it wasn't. It was really funny. Go look at it. I, the whole press conference is online. I do want to point out that YouTube actually did block some of the releases of the 90-minute press conference, which I thought was kind of interesting. But I, it was it was funny, and it was not a big deal. And Giuliani never mentioned it, and I, apparently he wiped it off. Whatever. That's fine. In another comical moment, a reporter asked Giuliani a question that was probably a really stupid question. I didn't hear the question. I just saw the clip. And it must have been a dumb question based off everyone's reaction. Giuliani asked the reporter what company he actually worked for, what media outlet he worked for. And the guy said CNN. At that point, Giuliani and his compatriots started laughing hysterically and pointed to another reporter for the question. That also went violent on, uh, viral on Twitter, and no one reported on it this time. It went viral from conservatives. Do you see the difference? Leftists report one thing based off a com comedic moment, and conservatives report 
uh, report something different on comedic uh, on comedic events, but no one says the same thing. They're never on the same page. For example, when Giuliani made fun of CNN, CNN did not say Giuliani made fun of CNN. No, they just talked about his hair dye. And meanwhile, no one talked on the conservative circles about his hair dye leaking. They just talked about the fact that he made fun of CNN. It's really stupid. So here's the thing. Remember, I told you politics should be fun. If you are going to stroke out or have a heart attack over politics, don't don't pay attention to it anymore. It's It's really not that important. If Biden wins the election... We are in for a lot of things that haven't ever happened before in American history. Let's start having fun with this. Because they're, after listening to this press conference, I've got a feeling that Biden's probably going to win this election. So, let me conclude. I was looking on Twitter yesterday and saw the expected tweets. The conservative commentators were saying the press conference revealed huge swaths of corruption and the election and election interference. It did not offer any evidence of anything and neither did the press conference. The left was saying that conservatives were delaying the inevitable Biden victory and nothing needs to be looked at. Though there was no direct evidence, there was enough in the accusations that could be proven or disproven if someone would just look. No one is looking in the media and no one cares in the media. It's actually quite sad. No one wants to prove their position in anything. Do I think the left has a point? Well, not really. I The left is making Trump out to be a fascist dictator and things like that. Um, All Trump's doing is going through the political process, the legal process. And do I think the um, conservatives have come up with anything really bizarre or something that really sticks out? No, they haven't. But they've come up with enough that someone should really inquire about this. I don't trust Rudy Giuliani. He's kind of a conspiracy theorist. I'm not fully trusting of Sidney Powell. She's presented grand arguments, but and but provided no evidence. This could change in court. This could change in court. <coughs> I am a Trump fan. I hope it does. I definitely don't trust the leftist news media and the leftist social media because they want all of this that Giuliani and Powell are bringing up to be forgotten. Here's the thing. Powell and Giuliani are running out of time. Powell says there's some sort of Kraken that she's going to release. I haven't seen it yet. If she had a Kraken, she should have released it a week ago. She definitely didn't release it on Thursday. So far, it hasn't been released on Friday. If it isn't bullshit, she needs to get on it, get off her ass, and release the evidence. Maybe she will. Maybe there's some bizarre legal thing they're actually trying to do. I don't know. Here's here's what it comes down to. Do I think the election was rigged? Yes. Do I think Biden is going to get it, get away with this whole thing? 
Yes. Is Biden going to be my president if he gets inaugurated on January 20th? Yes. I'm not leaving the country. I'm not going to Cuba. I'm not going to Canada. I'm not going to Australia. So he'll be my president. Will I love him? No. Do I think this election was a legitimate election? Absolutely not. I think this election was stolen by the Democrats. And there's lots of things there that make me believe that. For example, why is it Republicans won absolutely everything? State races, they won uh, gubernatorial races. They won um, House races. They're probably going to win Senate races, but they lose the election for president. There's lots of things that are very questionable, like where did these 173,000 ballots come from in Michigan, which actually could overturn the election in Michigan. There are lots of things that I've got a lot of questions about, and if if Biden becomes president, I'm going to sit back and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Here's my summary. The left cheated. They got what they wanted, sort of. But we need to call this election for what it was. Corrupt, stolen, and at worst, just not run well. We need to change our laws, maybe even the Constitution, to require voter ID and same-day voting. We need to eliminate mail-in voting and ballot harvesting. That shit's got to go away. And you know something? That's what it really comes down to. You can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. I do have a brand new Parlor account if you want to get away from the left-wing Twitter. That's what we start needing to do. You can follow me at Run and Fool on Parlor. You can download you can actually visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You can view uh, my show notes, any audio, video, and links that I might have. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we are going into Chapter 10 of Animal Farm on Sunday. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Paul.